Судя по всему, на орбите произошел некий инцидент. От меня это что требуется? Hello, hello, hello. My name is Steven, and with me this week is Ben. Say hi to the people, Ben. Hello. And we're here to discuss Igor Abrinko's 2020 sci-fi horror movie Sputnik, which is about a lone survivor in, in, of an enigmatic, enigmatic spaceship incident hasn't returned back home alone. Hiding inside his body is a dangerous creature. Ben, let's uh, let's do non-spoiler talk first. Um, what did you think of the movie? Okay. What did I think? Um, well, I rated it a 3 out of 10. Oof. So, I didn't really enjoy it that much. <laughs> What didn't you like about it? It was, I mean, first of all, it's about 30 minutes too long. Mm. And you really start to feel it on that back half. It, I, so, I mean, I thought it was good at first, you know, like I was really gripped and I was like, yeah, sci-fi space, but it wasn't like NASA, you know, it's like the Russian cosmonaut stuff. So it was like, different and interesting in that way and i also read a comment somewhere that and i don't know if this is true but this is what i read that sputnik also means companion so it's like a double entendre on the alien thing coming back with them mm. but at first i was into it but as it went on every time a character would have a revelation and you were like, oh, man, like, you know, you're about to more of the story is about to be revealed to you. Then what would happen is they would go to try and tell someone about their revelation. And every time the other characters would go, oh, yeah, I already know that. Hmm. So every time the audience learns something there, you're then almost immediately told everyone else in the world knows this thing. Yeah. So that really like takes the wind out of your sail sails as you're uncovering the mystery. And then it's just like, I don't know. I did not like that. Some of the performances are not super great. They're, you know, they feel, they feel extra stiff. And I don't know, like maybe that's because they're supposed to be like Russian military guys, but it just seems extra stiff. Hmm. I think that the, the, I didn't really have any problem with the performances minus the, uh, the doctor that was counter to Tatiana. Um, but for me, I, 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 when I say that I, I wouldn't, I, well, I didn't really enjoy this movie. It, it started, I think I it was like you, I think I, uh, I was liking it at the beginning, but then it started to just tear off. Um, it never really had any tension or suspense for me. And I, and I think that there's no really, there's not a lot of guessing where the movie's going to go after the first like 15 minutes while I was watching it. I thought that they could have handled it a lot differently. This movie could have really been full of tension and suspense, but straight from the beginning and like, like the premise reads, um, there's a, you know, right away that there's a creature living inside of this guy's body and they could have been like i don't know the whole movie could have been like psychological and it could have been like is there something living inside of him what's wrong with him so on and so forth and then reveal that at the end but they reveal that at the beginning and then you're like okay so they're either going to kill him or the creature's going to escape or something like that uh yeah i don't know so 
the lack of tension and suspense in this movie just uh, really bothered me because the most suspenseful thing in this movie for me was the music. And when I watched the trailer, when you first sent it to me, it was like, oh my gosh, this is the best sci-fi horror movie in recent memory. And it, one of the, not the critics, but one of the people that I listened to um, in a podcast, her name was in there. And um, it was like one of the most suspenseful movies in years or whatever. And I was like, I was like, oh, wow, this movie is going to be really good. Um, and then the, yeah, the trailer, movie. the trailer is really good. In fact, when I sent you the trailer, I, I watched half of it and turned it off because I was like, this looks really good. I don't want to see the rest of it. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm pretty sure I watched the whole thing. I usually, I'm usually the one to do that. Like stop it halfway through. I watched the whole thing. Um, the trailer does give away a lot, but yeah, the whole movie. Yeah, and I w- but I would say that it is very, it's very telling of how the actual movie will play out. Uh, so once you've seen the movie, I mean, once you've seen the trailer, you've seen the movie, uh, and you can just guess where it's going. And like I alluded, like I was just talking about the the tomato meter. Certified fresh. It's got eight seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So I just I don't see what other people saw in this movie. It's not really a thriller for me because there's there's no tension. No, I mean I guess you know if we get into spoiler territory, do you want to do that yet? Yeah, I'll just I mean I'll just say um, to this movie. Before we do that, I'll just say that this movie really doesn't do anything new for the the horror, sci-fi, thriller genre. Um, but it did have solid CGI, um, and it's it's pretty much like a like a mix between Splice. Have you seen Splice? Uh, no. Uh, it's like a mix between Splice and Prometheus. And you've seen Prometheus. I know that. Um, Would you agree with saying that it's more like Prometheus than it is like Alien? Uh, Yeah, I can kind of see that. I didn't really get the comparisons to Alien. No, neither did I. Like, I think that that is really just like... See, I don't know how much of a spoiler this is because it's in the trailer. So, Mm -hmm. And this is all I was going to talk about anyway. But it's in the trailer, so... But, like, the alien lives in him. Right. And I think that's why people are like, oh, it's an a- it's like alien because it's in his body. Yeah. But, and that's, like, the thing. They just tell you that. And, like, the you get 10 or 15 minutes in the movie, and they're just like, there's an alien in him. Yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly like, what I'm saying. That's There's just no tension. It just deflates after that. It's just like, okay, so, like, what... There's only like two ways that can go from here. Yeah, and I don't know. They don't do that. Like they ha- they they keep things so you follow the uh, the doctor lady. What's her name? Scientist, the uh, doctor lady, uh, Tatiana. Tatiana, you follow Tatiana, and most of the movie is told through her lens. You're following her to this Russian military base and they're telling her about this cosmonaut who has returned with like a, a parasitic alien inside of him and she needs to figure it out. And every time she discovers something, you know, she's like, I think I've got it. Like I have discovered a new thing. She'll go and tell someone else. And they're like, we knew that we just didn't tell you about it. Yeah. <laughs> like that happens three or four times. You know, and and I don't know. Like I without like doing spoilers, it's hard to talk about the things that are particularly aggravating. No, yeah, let's get into spoilers then. All right, so the first like big suspenseful part of the movie is when she goes 
So every night, the cosmonaut who has the alien in him pukes it up at like between 2 and 3 a.m. every night. And the alien, you know, does like it hangs out in his room. And the first big suspenseful part of the movie is when she goes in there and the the Russian like military leader who is running the show says, if you're going to go in there, you have to wear a suit. And so she puts on like a big, you know, Russian space looking suit and she's going to go into the enclosure and she and everyone's like, what are you doing? Why are you letting her do this? And she's going to touch it, and then it freaks out and it bites her. Right. And it's and the the thing that's annoying about that is why? Because you find out later that they're feeding it people. It eats people, and Based they're going to let her the fear. Oh yeah, like... but that was that. That made me want to turn the movie off. <laughs> so like, who feeds on fear? Shut up. But it just didn't make any sense. Like, that's not... They're trying to... As, later you find out, right, that they're trying to to learn how to use this as a weapon because they're Russians, and they're and that's also super original. The Russians want to turn it into a weapon. But, anyway. but they already know that it's violent, but they're going to let her just waltz in. And then when she gets bit by it, everyone's like, "Oh crap!" Yeah. And, but you, but they knew, right? And then, and then she's like, she she develops a theory based off of that experience, and then everyone goes, "Well, we already knew that." Yeah, yeah. So it's like the entire movie, the audience is seeing the they're seeing they're living through the experience through Tatiana's eyes which is basically just like a game of catch up. They're like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I found out this thing. And then like, yeah, we already knew that. Yeah. So, so again, it's like the movie kind of tells you, I don't know. It kind of, it kind of tells you that the, the main character is stupid because, or just like not informed in it on anything because they like, like she says in the trailer, it's like, why, if I'm leading this investigation, why is everything hidden from me? Um, and that's a good question. The movie doesn't really answer that question. This, I think it just comes down to bad writing is why things are hidden from her. Yeah. I and, think, and there's... Yeah. No, go ahead. I think that's where the movie fails. I think it's the writing. Because everything else, for me, it, it works. Like the suit, like I said, the CGI was good and the I don't know, but I think at the end where it just turned into an action movie and also like kind of a superhero movie because it's like, oh my gosh, we're, we're two people and we're trapped and we're going to get killed unless I bring out this thing that's going to save us. So then he injects the, injects the serum and then the monster no. comes out and kills him. So I'm just like, okay, this just, it turned into like, it, before it was more like it was more dramatic and it was like okay so how are we gonna get this thing out uh it wasn't really a mystery i don't know it kind of seemed like more of a like a i don't know i don't know how i would describe it it's not like a crime procedural but it's really just like these people figuring out what they're gonna do but then it seems i mean <laughs> it seems it does kind of feel like if you took a superhero origin story that normally would be 20 minutes of a film and stretch it out to two hours. So you're saying that this is a Venom movie? I mean, they, they call it a symbiote in the, in the thing, which is like, I get that that's a real scientific thing that symbiotes are like, you know, and it's not just the Venom thing, but yeah. it's, it's basically that. Yeah. Because you find out later that now the the creature can't live without the cosmonaut and the cosmonaut can't live without the creature. Yeah. And the the scientist has like a, a theory on how to separate them permanently without the cosmonaut dying, which is part of the reason they like are gonna escape. But 
it is very much like it turns into a superhero thing at the end. Right. And that's what I'm saying. It just gets, it turns into something completely else. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It, it, before it was just them. It was Tatiana trying to figure out how to separate them. But then it was, I don't know. The, the rest of the facility was trying to, Really, they all all they cared about was the creature. They didn't care about the cosmonaut at all. They were just worried about turning the creature into a weapon. And if she found out how to separate them, then okay, fine. But they weren't really trying to save him at all. So, well, so and that I will say real quick that the '80s look of the movie was really well done sets and costumes that was all pretty good yeah but that was another thing that was really annoying so they they when she gets there they they go there's an alien life form living inside him he has no idea but he's like stronger and faster than before and you know and and she eventually her her plan has developed she's like i think i know a way to separate them and she goes to the the main leader of this military base and she's telling him her idea for how they can be separated and he just goes well we're going to turn it into a weapon so don't do that right and it's like and it's supposed to be like a big reveal you know because you're sort of led to trust this man because he has just baseless faith in this woman and and then he, he this is the oh he's a bad guy but it it had no weight to it he kind of already seemed like a bad guy to me though but go ahead i mean he seemed a little untrustworthy right but when when the russian military character goes i want to use this as a weapon it's not surprising. Yeah. And this is this is Soviet Russia, you know, like this is the era of Russia when they're when and everything in fiction is like the Soviet Union is bad. And yeah. then you have the Soviet Russian military guy going, I want to use the alien life form as a military weapon. It's not surprising. Yeah. You've seen it before. And it just, it fell so flat for me and it left me just rolling my eyes and just being like, who cares? I mean, yeah, I, I, I have to agree. I mean, it, it's nothing new. The movie does nothing new. The creature design was cool. There's no tension. I mean, I don't know. I don't really have any reason to recommend this movie. Um, all I would do is recommend people watch the trailer over yeah, watching the whole movie. The trailer's good. <laughs> and uh, then, I mean, can we talk about how it, it feeds on fear? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that. How that's not something that's overused in horror movies. Well, they try and science. That, that's, what it, that's what's annoying about it because it, they, they go, technically doesn't feed on fear. It feeds on the the chemical the in your brain, yeah, it feeds on the chemical that makes you feel fearful. So they're trying to science it up, but it's like, oh, it feeds on fear. And you're just like, get out of here with that. That's yeah. so dumb. And, you know, they did that in After Earth like seven years ago. Did they? I still haven't watched that for yeah, the whole thing with After Earth is that the, the aliens can smell fear, but they're um, blind. So Will Smith is unfearful of the alien. So he's there's like this group of people who don't fear them so that to the aliens, they're invisible because they can't smell them. Oh, and it's the, literally it's the same thing because when they're feeding it people later, you find out they're feeding it people which is another thing we should talk about. Mm-hmm. You find out the feeding of people, and she, the Tatiana, does not like that, which is 
also weird. We'll get to that in a minute. And she goes into the enclosure and she's like, I am not afraid, so you can't kill me. Yeah. And and then the alien, she sings the alien a Russian lullaby and it goes, uh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Not into it. You're not afraid. But, but in the same... Go ahead. But it's really... They, but they try to play it off. It's like, it's not that she's not afraid. It's that she has some kind of connection with the cosmonaut and that the cosmonaut is attracted to her and likes her. So that's why, that's really why the symbiote is not, or the creature is not eating her. Plus, plus the fear thing. And she's like mumbling to herself that she doesn't, she's not afraid and whatever. Um, so it's, it's not only the fear thing, but it's also like they try to play into like, it won't eat people that she likes or whatever, because like at the end when he takes control of it, basically, and it seems like he's just, it seems like the the Cosmo is really just a passive kind of bystander to all of these things happening to him. Like the creature happens to him and until like, he can't control it until the end where he does turn into, it turns into a superhero movie where he stabs it and where he stabs himself serum comes out. He kills all these people. Then at the very end, he kills the big Russian military bad guy because he's like screaming into the camera. His eyes are all black, red, black and red. Um, so it seems like he's the one controlling or whatever. So yeah, I don't know that, that moment they just try to play up that they are the same person. Mixed. So that was, yeah, that was just lame. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like a snake charmer kind of thing. But but they they try and make you care about them because they have this love connection between the cosmonaut and Tatiana. But it's it just kind of happens out of nowhere. Yeah, and I don't and really. She she plays this super cold science type, and she, he. She goes in to talk to him for the first time, and he's like, oh, pretty lady. I have not seen lady in long time. And it's like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and the, But then, like, why Why would she be attracted to him? Why, what? There's, no, there's nothing that really goes. It's, it seems like she, more feel, she feels more sorry for him than anything else, than, like, an actual attraction. Yeah, but then they're supposed to be in love. I didn't see. I didn't get that. I didn't. I didn't feel that. I knew that that was what that was supposed to be. I know that that was what I was supposed to be feeling. That's what the director and the writers wanted me to feel. But that uh, that didn't work for me. No, it totally doesn't work at all. And it's just weird. And oh, I love you. And it's like, hi. He's kind of been a. You get the sense that even if this cosmonaut wasn't you know, host to this alien because the alien's manipulating him a little bit too. Mm -hmm. But you get the sense that he's probably a, a jerk anyway. Yeah. Like he's not a likable guy. And she even, she has like the evidence to that and she uses that against him to make his, his hormone levels go up at the beginning. Well, and she's like, you that. left everything. We should talk about that in a second. I want to talk really quickly about the, how they feed the alien people because that, that was a weird scene too. Because in the same scene where she confronts, she, she tells the military leader, you know, I have a way to separate them. And he says, no, we'll make it a weapon. He, she also confronts him. She's not supposed to know at this point that they're feeding it people, but she, she snuck around at night and saw it. Yeah. And, and he slaps down. He goes, we're not feeding it people. And he slaps down like a big file on the desk. And he goes, that man you saw eat last night was a convicted rapist. And he's bad. And we fed him a bad person. Right. And she just goes, well, that's wrong. And you're like, it's, you know, you're not, not getting into the, the moral rights and wrongs of like, is that right or wrong? 
Right. You're not really presented that her character has a reason to feel that it's wrong. That's and true. that's what's that's what's annoying about it. I get what they're going for, you know, where you can be like, this prisoner is a bad person. So, you know, it's like the death penalty. And they're yeah. like, they're trying yeah. to they're trying to play off that. I get that part, but you're never there's never a moment where Tatiana is a human being and she has an opinion. That's yeah, true. It just, it just seems random that she's against it. I like, think, yeah. Huh. I get that you'd be against feeding it people in general, like a normal guy. But then he's like, but this is a really bad dude. And she's like, well, I don't care. It's still yeah, bad. Yeah, she's like, it's still bad. So you still shouldn't do it, like wagging her finger. Yeah, and it seems more like she just wants to be right than actually thinking it's wrong. Yeah. Huh. That's a good point. But yeah, it does seem like an autom just like an automatic response. She doesn't have anything like, oh, but he has a family. It's still a human or something. It's like, does that that doesn't mean does, that doesn't mean that he deserves to die or whatever so cruelly, but she's just like, No, that's just bad. You should just not do that, I guess. Yeah, they they could do a really good job of making Tatiana look like an idiot the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, that's why I feel like the main problem with this movie is the, the script. It's just oh, not sure. fleshed out enough. And I think that this is the director's first movie. So, and I think that he co-wrote it with somebody else. Um, so that might very much be the problem. Well, there's also the weird... So... You find out that the cosmonaut, um, he got some woman pregnant, and then she died in childbirth, and he couldn't become a cosmonaut if he had children for some reason. Yeah, which I didn't understand, and is never explained. Yeah, it was like, cosmonaut cannot have child, so he he orphaned the child and in the movie there's a there's a few scenes where you see this kid trying to get a package in an orphanage he's he's trying to like he sneaks around at night and he's trying to get this package mm -hmm. from like the mail room and the nurse keeps being you know she's, she says no you can't have the box <laughs> but and so that's part of their love story. He's like, he when he decides the cosmonaut doesn't want to be in the military base, he's like, I have I have to go be a dad and do the right thing now. And then she falls in love with him, I guess. And so at the end, spoilers, he dies. And she goes to adopt his kid. And then you find out that the scenes you've been seeing are of her as an orphan. Yeah. And I guess that's supposed to be why she like fell in love with him because he had an orphan son and she was an orphan, which doesn't make sense. And it does it doesn't make sense because I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't that whole like twist or reveal it just didn't make sense for me. Um Well they also have a scene where she's in the shower and there's a big scar on her back. Yeah. And Never the orphan explained. has the orphan has scoliosis maybe or yeah. there's the little kid can't walk right so you know and she's had some kind of back surgery they don't talk about it at all right. you see a scar and you see the kid can't walk but she, I don't know, she learned how to walk but there's that reveal and it was so bad yeah and they're not supposed to be the same kid but when the kid who's her has this track jacket on and then his son has the same track jacket yeah 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 yeah. so are they in russian orphanages do they just give all the kids track suits there, yeah there's uniforms in russian orphanage orf all the rough all the russian orphans just get track suits that's the they uniform red white and blue track suits yeah 
Well, I, I just it none of it made sense. It was this subplot that was never fully fleshed out and didn't didn't convey the emotional message you're supposed to get. And yeah. then at the end too, there's the, she's the orphan is getting out of the orphanage and the nurse is like you'll be fine, sweetheart and they or you know yeah. The nurse references it being a boy. She's like, "You'll be a great man one day," or some crap. Right. And then, and then the kid turns around and goes, "I'm not a boy. My name's Tatiana." And you're yeah. like, "Oh." <laughs> also, the kid has red hair, and Tatiana has blonde hair. And it's the whole thing is just so forced. It's just they made they made the little girl or little boy, or they made this kid. They made this kid look like i don't know they set it up so the the gender reveal would be like a big thing they're like oh my god you thought it was little boy you thought this was you thought it was the the little boy but it's not it's her ah tricked you but it's really just like of course i thought it was the boy because that's the only orphan that's been mentioned exactly and that's the only thing that makes sense (laughs) and then it's just her and you're like okay and why does she have some she just wanted to adopt this little kid because now the dad will but like the dad didn't care in the first place the only reason why the dad cared is because she kind of like made him feel guilty about it yeah also there's that scene where so he's not supposed to know that he has the alien inside him mm-hmm. and she decides against the wishes of everyone else. She goes behind their backs and she's going to tell him. So she invites him to go out on a jog one day. Yeah. And, and they make this big point of showing that she's limping because when it attacked her, when she went into the enclosure, it bit her ankle. Yeah. They showed the bandage. Now she's limping and they like make this real point of showing that she's limping. And then they don't talk about it. You're right. He's not like, goes, he goes, you're very good at running. We should go running. Right. Like, outside. And yeah, and like, I was like, what? I was expecting him to be like, oh, hey, what happened to your to your ankle or whatever? Or something. Say something. Because they, they do make a point of showing it. But then it's just another thing that's just shown then, but not really set up. And then she goes, you have an alien inside your body. And he's like, oh, cool. He's like, like I he got to go to sleep care. now. Yeah, he does not care, and you find out like he just already knows. Yeah, he's like that's one of those moments where they just slap you in the face as the audience because they go, "Oh, the thing that you just learned, I already knew that," and he doesn't care. Yeah, he's like, "There's this thing living inside you that kills people," and he's like, "Yeah, well, you know, it makes me do more push-ups, so I'm pretty cool with it." Yeah, and then. And like, and there's guards outside, and he's not supposed to be outside. And you know, she's telling him this information he's not supposed to know. And the guards watch them run ten feet, and then he goes, "I'm tired. I'm gonna go to bed." Yeah. And none of the guards are like, "That was weird." Yeah. No. And, and also later when they escape, there's no. I mean, later when the cosmonaut escapes, and after he invites like the secretary into his room and they watch a movie and she falls asleep or he drugs her. Um, none of, there's no guards around outside of the room. I know it's supposed to be more casual because that's what Tatiana recommended him to be in a more casual environment to interact with civilians for some reason, um, which is never explained. And there's just no yeah, guards around for any reason. It's either, it's either maximum lockdown or, there's a secretary outside who says right. you're not supposed to leave your room. Yeah. And he was like, wow, I can go into space, but I can't go into the hallway. And I was just, why are there, that doesn't make any sense. Why aren't there any guards around? Not even, but they should, well, there's, there's no guards in that hallway, but they show guards patrolling other hallways that he's not on. And then they say to, to Tatiana at the beginning, that there's like there's no one else in that little section that she that she's in. There's a guard in her section, and I'm like, why 
there's a guard over there, but there's not a guard by this person that has a creature inside of them that eats people. Yeah, well, it's also like a whole big compound with, like, they take her to a whole, like, apartment building block, and they're like, you're the only person on this floor. And it's like, why is this place so empty? Yeah. Never explained. They're just some mysterious Russian institute compound that has lots of money and prisoners and somehow intercepted this isn't it, it somehow intercepted this this cosmonaut and the the body yeah he's not supposed to be there yeah but he but they said the mili- the big bad military russian guy he says yeah i've just been reporting to whatever their version of nasa is i guess um that he's been normal and whatever so but like so the the nasa version of the the ussr they know that they he's there yeah but but it's never explained like why they sort of offhandedly they sort of offhandedly mention that if if the like big head honchos of russia knew that he had an alien inside of him they would just kill him. Yeah. But but they're going against that, saying we're going to turn it into a weapon. But it just I. It just doesn't make any sense that he's able to have this whole military base, and like everyone knows, everyone on the base knows there's an alien in this man, except I guess for that secretary and yeah. Tatiana. And it's he's like expecting no one's gonna share this information with anybody. And and Tatiana and, doesn't and, have to do a sign a non disclosure agreement or anything. Yeah, well that was weird too, because they made a point of having her bring up a non disclosure agreement and then he was like cagey about it and then it was like whatever. Yeah. It's like she she brings it up at the very beginning to make herself to make it seem like, oh, wow, she's smart. But then the rest of the movie proves that she's not smart. She's actually probably the dumbest person in the movie, minus the secretary. Because the movie just treats her that way for some reason. They just don't give her all of the information for some reason. Or it's like, if they wanted to actually separate the two, they would have given her all the information. Like, hey, it feeds off with people. What can you do? But for just for the movie's sake, they just don't do it just to make the movie seem more interesting to just reveal more later in the running time, which is makes for a really bad movie for me. I feel like we should talk real quick too about the climax. Okay. Where they're gonna bust him out. Tatiana's gonna take the cosmonaut away to moscow because she's like i can fix you in moscow which also doesn't make any sense and yeah she doesn't explain where he's taking them in moscow just like in moscow everything will be better for some reason because i know somehow yeah so the they're gonna bust him out but then all the guards show up hold him at gunpoint and he's like i'll just let i'll unleash the beast yeah and and so that's what happens and then she like drags his body to the car while the alien fights the guards and you have and it they shoot the alien a bunch of times and even the big bad russian shows up and he shoots the alien and then you find out the alien bit his hand off and it's like dragging its bullet hole ridden body towards him to finish him off. And he shoots it a bunch of more times. And then when they catch up to her driving away, because the, cos- the cosmonauts dying in the car because they're connected, you know, because it's just really dumb. And she pulls him out of the car for some reason. And she's like, it's okay. We'll get to Moscow. And you're going, why are you pulling over? She's driving. Yeah. And 
I don't know, but like they the bad guys catch up and they have this crate with the dead alien in it. And they're like, they'll reconnect and it'll be fine. And it's like, you shot this thing a million times. And then they open the crate and it like starts dragging itself towards the cosmonaut to re-enter his body so that they can both heal. And it's you're you're just going what? Like it's, they open the crate and it's like its arm ragdoll falls out. It's terrible. Yeah, I'm surprised that you haven't made a connection um, between this movie and Arrival. Like that that connection at the end where I don't know it's, it has to have some kind of deeper meeting it's like the, the humans and the aliens are connected and whatever i mean arrival is a much better movie than this wow i'm surprised you think that um like a arrival explained itself they weren't like look at this orphan who's not the orphan you thought it was yeah this movie really tries to I don't know. I didn't. I didn't feel any emotional. I didn't feel any emotions watching this. I, it, it, like I said, I think I said it earlier. It just kind of came a chore. And this or ending, what? where it's like I didn't care about the cosmonaut and Tatiana becoming. I didn't care about the cosmonaut surviving because he was a, like you said, he was a bad dude, and their love connection just placed on you because they need it to happen. He also shoots himself at the end. He does. But you didn't see him get the gun. Yeah, yeah, it was. Which, which yeah. normally I would feel is nitpicky, but it really bugged me because they deliberately show the gun he uses to kill himself is, is thrown to the side, and then they show the gun in the, on the ground, and then they show him being 15 feet away from that gun. yeah. And then he never goes to get it, but then later he has it. Yeah, this movie just does, loves to not explain things. But normally, I would say that that's you're being nitpicky, but man, it really bothered me. <laughs> why do you think? Why do you think people like this movie, Ben? I have no idea. I think I I think people are desperate for entertainment. <laughs> And like it is like the set design and the costumes, like that's all really legit. You know, it feels like Soviet Russia military stuff. And it is interesting at first. But you get like an hour in and you just once you get an hour in, which is basically halfway, you find out that everything you've discovered up to this point, everyone else already knew. So you now feel like you're like, well, shit. You know, where what's what's the point? Because you're not discovering anything along with the character. You know, it's like if you watched a movie from the the eyes of a little kid who believed in Santa Claus, and halfway through the movie the kid thinks he has proof that Santa Claus is real and he goes to his dad and his dad just goes, Santa's not real. And he's like, you're stupid. Of course he's not real. But then the kid also has no emotional response to it. He just goes, oh. I think that's a pretty good summary. <laughs> that's what this movie's like. Hmm. But then also you find out that on the other side of the planet, there's another kid who believes in Santa. But that kid doesn't actually have anything to do with it. They just show you that just because. But then Santa, I'm not going to, I'm not going to continue the. Uh, but then Santa feeds on fear. I was going to say he feeds on fear and he adopts the little kid that's across the world that has nothing to do with the movie. Um, I don't know why that's like, why is that such a concept? 
the feeding on like fear? I don't know. The monster feeds on fear. Because people can't control fear. They can't control their own fear. I mean, that's cool. Like when Stephen King came up with that idea for it in the, you know, 40 years ago or whatever it was. It's been repeated a lot. A lot. Like that idea was cool the first time. But then it's it's like, and they're trying they're trying to put a spin on it because it's it doesn't feed on fear it feeds on cortisol. Like, yeah, it feeds on the chemical, and it's like okay, but come on, that's still a fear and stress, which is the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. Well, so if you've uh, been listening this entire time, don't watch this movie because it's bad. I usually say I usually I usually do say like if you're interested in it you, if you're interested in the movie the the premise grabs you and the, or the the to so the trailer the director then you should watch it but in this case I I don't know it's just not worth it you can spend your 2 hours watching something more exciting I would watch right. Underwater over this movie which came out earlier this year it's more it's more alien than this than this movie if you're looking for sci-fi horror ben what movie would you recommend watching over this movie don't say alien um what sci-fi horror movie i should sci-fi horror movie trying to think of any other sci-fi horror movies here i mean you know i didn't really this also get you remember the movie with um it had Jake Gyllenhaal in it and Ryan Reynolds life yeah it yeah, sort of gave me bad. it sort of gave me those kind of vibes because life is also just like a rip off of alien but this is like kind of a rip off of that yeah yeah you're it's right like it's it's like not alien but it is it seems more of a sequel to life than prequel. No, because at the end of life it's in the eighties. I mean, yes, but then it, it's really a sequel to the story because at the ending of life, spoilers for life, whenever the movie came out, it's bad, don't watch it. Um he end uh the one of the <laughs> characters, he ends up crash landing in in the middle of the ocean. Um, and then he and it's revealed that the symbiote or creature or whatever is in that little shuttle capsule thing with him that crash landed on earth so now it's on earth and then it really just picks up after that which people yeah. joked in at the time they were like oh my gosh it's like a venom movie which i i, I didn't think about now it's these two movies really are connected in that way. Hmm. So, I mean, I guess if you liked, if you liked life and you, if you've seen that movie, then you should, you should watch this movie because it's, I mean, really that's probably why people, it. that's probably why people like it because I, you should look up the Rotten Tomatoes on life because I think that did pretty okay by the audience score as well. Hmm. So that's probably why people think it's cool. Um, I don't know about like a sci-fi horror movie. If you want a good horror movie, Apostle is really good. Life, the, the audience score is 54% and the, the critic score is 67%, which is in the... So less than Sputnik. Yeah. Wow. Well. Yeah, no. Let's let's wrap this up. We, I think we've trashed on this movie enough. Okay. Um. Do you have anything else you want to say about it? About uh, Sputnik. I do think that the title is if if what I read is true about Sputnik in Russian meaning companion, I do think that's really clever because they're supposed to be like on, they're supposed to be launching 
Actually, I don't know. I don't really know what they're doing in space. But, you know, Sputnik, the Russian Sputnik satellite, and then, but it's Russian space, and Sputnik means companion, and the cosmonaut comes back with a little alien friend. I do think that's really good. Mm, uh, yeah. So I just Googled it, if, and I, I, I think that you're right. What you read was right. It means traveling companion. I think that that's really clever. I like that. That is pretty clever. Okay, Ben, where can the people find you on the internet? You have a Twitter, you have Instagram, you have a letterboxd. What do you would say wherever you want people to find you that are listening to this? Um, or you can say yeah, no. I'm on, I'm on letterboxd. I'm not sure what my username is, though. Uh, I'm out there. He's out there on Letterbox. You can find him through my Letterbox. Uh, I'm sure I'll be back on the podcast with a better answer to that question. <laughs> um, you can find me on Letterbox at Cut to Black. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, Ben, for for being on. And thank you for having me. Yeah. Hopefully, we can watch a, an, another movie next time that's that's better than this and we can talk about movies a movie that we do like um so once again thank you for listening make sure you come back next wednesday for another episode of the movie club podcast bye-bye Thank you for listening to the podcast. Make sure that you check out uh, the other shows that we have on Facebook, the other main podcast that comes out every other Tuesday. Make sure you leave a like, share it with your friends and your family. Go check out our YouTube where we have content from other production 1200 works. And make sure you follow us on the Instagram. We post sometimes there. We'll, we'll do more. We'll, we'll try. Maybe. Like us on uh, iTunes podcast, rate and review. Give us them five stars. And we'll see you next time.